0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. Wow, I feel like it has been so long since um, since we've been here. Uh, it's been a week, well two weeks. Uh, I did skip last week. I didn't plan on it, but shit just did not work out and I was not ready to talk for a long time with this mouthful of new teeth. So, wow, um first off, I just want to start by saying there's a S, shouldn't say um, I want to start off by thanking everyone for their thoughts and I can feel the vibes and energy you guys sent and I appreciate it so much all the well wishes and all the love I felt. Um, it's it's been a tough road. Uh, this is something that we have been trying to do for years. I first started having dental problems when I was 16 and that was the first time I had um, teeth pulled. So it's been um, a really long road. I am 42 and um, 16 was a lot, a lot of moons ago. So um, thank you all so much for all the love. We could not be happier. Uh, They're really starting to work out really well now. We're getting more comfortable with everything. Um, Last week I number one, I knew I wouldn't have time because to make up for the three days that I took off to get everything done and to recoup, I worked like, uh, the next several days in a row after that, like 14 days in a row after that, so, um, or somewhere in there, I don't even remember, but I worked a lot to, um, make up for that time of taking off because I had so much stuff going on, so, um, I'm sorry, I couldn't be here. On top of that, I just wasn't ready to talk. I'm still just learning how to talk again with these. So, um, my S's sometimes make a sound. And I remind myself of the old perverted guy, uh, the neighbor on Family Guy, like the old dude with the walker. He was always like, come here, paper boy. And he's talking to Chris, you know, the, the pervy old dude. So, yeah, Herbert. Herbert the pervert. So, that's what I sound like. So, if I whistle or make that sound, I don't mean to, it's just S's are really hard right now, so, um, I think it does change my voice a little bit, because trying to talk with these in is definitely, um, something that does take some, some time to get used to, and there's a little bit of a learning curve, so, um, I just really wanted to thank you guys so much for all the support, it's been amazing, uh, we are just so thrilled, uh, everything, just the whole fucking day was just a shit show, honestly. Um, I wouldn't expect anything less uh, from my life to to be. Um, oh, and ex- if everything went perfect as planned, I would probably shit myself. So um, we had a few bumps in the road on the way up there. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit of an embarrassing story. So I have a lot of stomach issues. Um, I think we've talked about it before. Anyway... I am not uh, regular by any means. Uh, I will go weeks at a time without going. And I was on a medication that was helping that. And it. Uh, the insurance decided that they couldn't cover anymore because it was a trial. Anyway, it was not even for what I had. So um, I've been trying to find some kind of new medication to help because it's really bad. Um, I've tried herbal supplements and things like that. They just don't work for me. So nothing really works for me. So I'll go like a week or so without going. Um, the most I went is like three weeks, and it was horrible. But I, uh, <laughs> my nerves got so bad. And side note, I pee like 95 times a day. And if we're on a road trip, I will have to pee three times on the way there. Like no matter what, I just it's it's really bad. I always have to pee. But anyway, so we are um, supposed to be there 8:30 in the morning for our impressions, and then come back home get the kids so that they can be our designated drivers up there and, uh, then get our teeth pulled in the afternoon and all that stuff. So, um, Charm and I went by ourselves to be up there in the morning for the impressions that we didn't bother the kids they can sleep in because I knew they'd had a long day before that with work and stuff. So (laughs) we, uh, we get there and I've got to pee so bad. Like I already stopped and peed once, but I have to pee really bad and I cannot hold it and they don't open until 830 at the time of our appointment so I am sorry uh, I am tripping out I'm like oh my god I'm going to piss my pants I'm holding it as much as I can my stomach is going crazy because of nerves so we get in there the door opens and I'm like I told Travis to check us in I'm going to go pee and I get in there and all of a sudden I have to go and it is like immediately I have to go go and I'm thinking I haven't went in like a week and a half and all of a sudden now I'm going to fucking go when I'm trying to hurry Get back there because they're literally calling us back because we're the first people. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it was quick. We're good. I look down. There's no fucking toilet paper. None at all. I'm fucking freaking out. I am mortified. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I'm totally panicking. I can hear him saying my name. Like, and Trav's like, she'll be out in a minute. You know, I'm like freaking out. I oh, I just shit and pissed. Animal period, I know too TMI for the guys. I'm so sorry, but it's it's reality. There's no toilet paper anywhere and I'm freaking out. So I'm looking everywhere, like there's gotta be an extra roll. Every public restroom or you know, restroom open to public keeps fucking extra rolls somewhere. No, there are none in there, so I am tripping. Look over paper towel. I'm like, fuck me. Oh my god, because I don't wanna clog up their toilet with paper towel, but also like I have no choice this cannot go in the trash can so thankfully they were super thin biodegradable type um yeah so um that happened and <laughs> i just straight panicked and then we um get there we're all good they're doing the impressions my mouth is small um i have a very small mouth for being as loud as a but it's small so the tray that they put in is literally like cutting the sides of my mouth because it's so fucking huge they get that and then they can't get the impression plate off it literally sticks to my mouth and I'm freaking out I'm like oh my fucking god oh my god I'm totally tripping out like holy fuck so they get it out and we're all done she's like going over everything and she's like does anybody tell you how much you have to pay today and I'm like thinking not an exact number but I know like it's about 600 give or take a few dollars because that's what uh my insurance quote, if that's total for Trump and I both like all together, because my insurance is fucking phenomenal. So we both got dentures for six hundred dollars total. Like that's all we paid. Anyway, so she's like, "Yeah, it's like eighteen hundred dollars," and I'm like, "No, it's not. I'm like no, I'm freaking out because we've already had this all planned. I don't have eighteen hundred dollars on me to pay. Totally tripping." And she's like, "Well, we can't do they pay. It was a whole situation that everything fucked up with the insurance. So I'm trying to take care of it. I have to pay it online." they let me do like the split up thing so I had to pay like the, the 600 we we're gonna pay but I paid online I couldn't pay it in cash at the thing so I'm trying to pay it online and then my cash app somehow freaks out so it has a daily limit on how much you can transfer like from my regular banking account to it and I am 20 cents short of paying for my fucking uh the, the payment I had to make I can't transfer any more money from, uh, or add anything else on the, the other way, I'm freaking out the, my only option was cash app to do a cash app payout to myself and have it transferred in, that was the only option that would work, and I'm freaking out, because we're on the road, there's no way to, like, cash app, you know, do, um, cash to it and do it, I'm freaking out, so we finally end up stopping at a place, and I paid $10 to add, um, I added $10 cash app to my, um, Cash up card and then transfer that in for the twenty cents that I was short. It was like, are you fucking kidding me? So anyway, they get all done. I am. Uh, we're we're up there. We're ready to go. Travis in before me, so he takes his meds before me, and he's like, "This isn't really working. I'm not feeling it." And all of a sudden, this dude is fucked. He's like, "Why are those cars over exactly like chasing each other? <laughs> he was seeing shit. It was fucking great." And then they're like, "Go ahead and take yours," because we had to take an hour before him. Anyway they may take mine a few minutes early because uh, I was supposed to be like an hour and a half after the job anyway um, so I'm sitting in the waiting room and Mesa's sitting there Brady ran to uh, the store next to to grab some chips and I'm sitting there talking to Mesa and all of a sudden I'm just like totally zonked out I don't remember a fucking thing except for waking up in a wheelchair they're telling me you know it's time to leave, you're good to go um, I go I like I have to pee before we get in the car like I, I'm going to have to pee There's just no way around. I have to pee before we leave off yet. Because it's like a 30 minute drive back home to Attica. So, well, during rush hour traffic, it's like 45 minutes or so. Anyway, I am like, I have to pee, I have to pee, I have to pee. So uh, they will me over there and I walk in to pee and I look up as I wash my hands and I see teeth in my mouth. Because you wake up with the dentures in your mouth. And I just smile and I just start bawling because I have teeth again. So I'm crying like happy tears, but also like massively in pain tears. And there's blood literally running out of my mouth all over the place. <laughs> Mixed with my tears. Just, it was just a whole mess. I was just completely destroyed. Plus now I got my mascara running everywhere. It's just a whole shit show. So it's happening on our way home in the backseat. We zonked out the whole way. I don't even remember the ride home. I remember being completely fucked and then pulling into the pharmacy for the kids to go get our um, prescriptions for everything and they came back out to the car and they're like yeah they don't have anything for you I'm like no it was ready yesterday like they have it it's there and then I passed back out and the next thing I know we're at home and it was so crazy and the picture I posted in the group the pictures I think those were the day after so it's went down quite a bit more I'll post a um a newer updated picture of me... Um, probably later today... or probably tomorrow... I don't really look the greatest to post a picture right now... it's been a long day... I work and everything... so that is um, the story of my teeth... and all of that... I know I rambled on for a while... I'm really sorry... but I just really wanted to tell you guys about that... and tell you guys how much I appreciate everything... Um, you guys have done... and all the love and support... Uh, work's been crazy like normal... I mean just normal stuff uh as usual hired somebody they watched their training videos and then quit which I mean I didn't expect them to really uh be with us for long I just wanted to give them the opportunity to at least try and I did and they just couldn't do it and that's okay because they're going through a lot um mentally and emotionally right now so they're just not ready and, and we'll we'll try again when they are so that's been crazy um I got a car this weekend. Um, As most of you know, my power steering went out on my flex back in September of 2021. (laughs) But I work every day except for Sundays. And in the state of Indiana, it's illegal to buy a car on Sundays. So I um, have not had my own. Uh, I've just been, like we ride together and drops me off when I way to work but man, perhaps it works out pretty well. Um, But now I have a GMC Acadia. Uh, my niece got a new car so she just sold me hers and it's really nice i'm really excited we got it last night um it was, yesterday was mother's day and i wanted to get the episode of last night, but i just had too much shit going on to try to catch up my first day off in uh quite some time and uh, we had helped some things at my mom's house she had some work that needed to be done uh outside work and then of course I got my Mother's Day tattoo which was condensed down to a smaller version or a smaller tattoo because we just had too much shit going on to do my big one like normal but um, I've got this whole um, I'll get a good picture of it on my heels but I've got this whole honeycomb theme going on. I don't know many of you know I posted a picture of it last year. I got a bee tattooed above my left knee and kind of like to the side. It's kind of like on the side top of my or a couple inches above my knee and to the side anyway so now we've got like this whole honeycomb theme going on it's like a broken up honeycomb um and we've got a wasp that i tried out a few weeks ago and then we're just going to add different types of um bees and and things like that and then we're gonna add flowers in it so it's gonna be a whole motif on my whole thigh it's gonna be a giant like scene like that so little by little we're adding to it so that was part of my thing um I started making. I telling you guys last episode that I was gonna start doing like rosary manifesting beads. So I made two so far. Um, the first one is fucking huge. I did not mean for it to be that long, but I, I followed the. Well, I think I added a few more segments in than what they did, and I can see where I fucked up somewhere already. But it's fine. It's completely fine. I did fuck up somewhere pretty good, but it's it's okay. Oh shit! Sorry, that was the, the mic got hit, it, um, it needs some, some fixing, some of them are out of order, but it, it's, like I said, I, I, I really love it, um, it turned out pretty cool, and it's a nice decorative piece, I used, um, uh, yep, black agate and malachite for the beads, and then the, uh, centerpiece where the two eyes meet, I just did a combination of, the black agate and malachite and then the hanging piece is a, um, tree of life pendant. So the other one I made is really cool. It is, um, like a Palo Santo wood bead with, what did I use? Oh, um, black onyx, tiny little black onyx beads and the Palo Santo beads are real small. also. and then I, um, did a triple moon for the centerpiece and then the bottom is a, a pentagram, so our pinnacle. So it looks really awesome. It's actually hanging in my car, and I'm really pumped about that too. Um, and last but certainly not least of the updates from everything that's been happening, <laughs> I'm org this morning and I get um, an email with my uh, co worker and I. We got smoke. Uh, a little bit in the morning, like we we go out pretty regularly, but we also bust ass and get of at done, So, um, we went out and smoke, it was probably oof, oof, like 11 10 30, 11 somewhere in there. And I checked, I had three emails, and I was like, that's weird because I just checked my email a little ago, a little bit ago, whatever. So, I opened the first one and it says, um, please verify your email, it was from Bank of America. And I'm like, well, that's probably a scam, you know how you get those um emails and it makes it look like it's from the actual company and then you click on the, the email read the address and it's like some fucked up thing at like your site or some fucked up shit so i'm like yeah i don't need to worry about it. And then the second one was welcome like mobile our bank of america mobile banking blah, blah blah and i'm like what the fuck the third one was a confirmation number for my new account and credit card that i'd opened up and i'm like all right what the fuck's happening So I decided to look at the email address, and it's legit. It really is the Bank of America email address. I look at the phone numbers, I look at everything. I didn't click on anything inside the emails. Um, I just copied and pasted um, the numbers and the information to look it up so that I didn't accidentally open anything and have, you know, like a virus or attack or whatever. So I called the number. I called Bank of America. Actually, I looked the number up, and it was the number that was on there. So I called Bank of America. I told them, you know, hey, I don't have an account, but I got this email, blah, blah, blah. Which transferred four times. And after 58 minutes on the phone, I gave them the confirmation number, told them what was happening. And they confirmed that someone did use my social security number. They confirmed my number and my birthday to open a new account this morning while I'm at work. So it was like fucking great. And you have to open a Bank of America account in person. This is not something you can do um, online and create, you know, all the accounts just to verify who you are and all that shit. So I was like, what the fuck? So I'm going to cancel that shit. I said, can you tell me the mailing address that they used? Because I want to know where the, my, this card that they ordered is going to. They wouldn't tell me. They said that if I told them, they could verify it. They can, like, say yes or no if I gave them the address. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even know where anybody is or who who would even do that shit. So I was fucking pissed. But I think the part that pissed me off more than anything is that I have fucking lock that I pay for. Well, actually, it's part of, like, a plan that I have through my work. But still, I pay partial, partial partially for it, fuck. And they didn't stop it. They didn't catch it. They didn't... Nothing... So, I'm a little pissy about that. But now I gotta call all the credit reporting people, the check, um, whatever it is, check setting safety. I don't know, check something company, tell them that, you know, my shit's been breached and not doing anything, blah, blah, blah. So, I am just like one more fucking nail, man. I'm telling you, this shit keeps happening. So, we are going to work on some type of manifestation type spell to stop these motherfuckers. So yeah, that is uh, my catch up. And I just wasted 19 minutes of your time telling you about my life. So I'm really sorry. (laughs) So today's topic, if I'm sure you can tell in the title, which I haven't decided what's going to be called yet. So maybe you can't really tell because I don't really know what I'm calling it. It's talking about how... Um... (laughs) witchcraft has changed and how we become more modern we modernize a lot of the things we do and say and how we actually perform our craft i um really i'm not going to get into all like the the details of all of that part i just kind of want to compare and contrast some things and then um compare some older school witchcraft uh potions and such like that to some newer ones that i have come across that i think are fucking bomb and that uh, i want to share with you guys so it's really crazy to look back and think how much it has changed and that we are still evolving every day with it, it is something that is not going to stop it's not going to be like okay this is the new way and this is how it's going to be for like the next 800 years or forever because it's not it's evolving so much it's evolved so much just from like the 60s to today not counting like the 1600s of it all first you know and even further back so it's uh it's really interesting to look and see the similarities but yet also how fucking different it is and how much we've changed things so what actually got me to um look at this is I was talking to um a friend of mine and she was talking about how she could never um get into wishcraft because she couldn't remember all the terminology and she's like there's just such weird names for things that are normal you know that we call something else that's normal and i'm like you know it really is if you think about it like it is something else but we call it this other thing and maybe that's why it's confusing to people because they think that we just go by all those old terms that they hear um especially like ingredients and and components you need for things it's crazy so we'll get into it um uh i'm really excited about this honestly because there's so much cool shit to um basically to translate i'm gonna call it translate into what it actually is now so i'm pretty pumped for this one So let's talk about how terminology has changed. Um, a lot of the words that our sister and brother witches used way back when were used for a couple of different reasons. See, there's that. Come here, Stewie. Here, paper boy. You know, it sounds like the old perverted guy. Come here, Stewie. Oh, well, anyway. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, some of the words were used because of the time period, but some were used because it was a way to kind of protect witches from people knowing what they were doing kind of like how now we're changing it back in a way so some of these words that we um we will use interchangeably, and a lot of newer witches or witches in the room closet will use these words the modern day words because they are less um, obvious as to what is happening so um amulet or talisman we know what that is but some of the newer witches may call it a good luck charm or especially somebody who's in the broom closet and they have, you know, their talisman on them and somebody sees it and they're like, oh, that's really pretty. What is it? You might say good luck charm. Also, we also do this because number one, sometimes we don't want people to know that that is our talisman because it is very special and important to us. So we'll just say, oh, it's a good luck charm. But that also goes back to roots that are really old as well with good luck charm so it kind of has a, a two-way street there that's not even the right fucking phrase but you know what I mean and the is basically a dull knife a, like a dagger some people will still call it a dagger or a, a knife and they do that as a way to kind of take away from the being called a so it's not very um, obvious what they're doing but also because sometimes with the newer witches it's a lot to learn old like all the old terms so, they're learning as a knife, and especially a lot of self taught witches will just know they need a knife. But <laughs> then we have other, like a bowling, 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 line. Say it however you want. I say bowling. I've see- heard it both ways, I've hold- heard it called something completely fucking different. So. This is more of a sharper knife that we use to like do prep work things you're actually going to cut with. This usually has like a bit of a curved blade to it. Um, not always, but it just depends. But again, knife. It's the same thing. Just a little different. And again, people will uh, nowadays change it to just using a knife because they are, number one, saying incognito. Number two, they just know from being self-taught that they need a different kind of knife. Besom obviously that's our broom back then they use the term besom today we use besom but we also use broom i use broom a lot more than i use besom i just don't know why um i don't think i like to say the word besom maybe i don't know i guess i could change it up but i got my fucking broom. and i have a bunch i have one very special one that's on my front porch that my mother-in-law made you guys know she passed away last year um and i'm sorry she passed away in 2021 and it was uh, very hard on all of us. So that broom that she made for me specifically sits on her front porch very honorably by the big porch sign that says beware. It wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, Grimoire is just our book of shadows. Some people today call it a spell book. It's completely fine. Honestly, whatever term you use is fucking fine because there's no wrong way to be a witch. But it just shows you how terms have changed over the years and how even in today's world we're still using different versions and meaning the same thing. Skyclad, naked. I know witches who will refuse to say the word naked. They will call it skyclad every time and some people don't like the term or the phrase sky clad, so they will straight up say naked. Again, that's totally up to you, your choice of words, how you want to do it. Because we're all different. That's our own way. A burren. Um, I have never called it a burin ever. I use a needle. Actually, I have a little carving. Um, it's like a really, I don't even know. It's, uh, what the fuck would you call it? Some people use it to like tap in nails, nail heads to make sure they're flat. Like, you know, you put it on the, it's like a really sharp pointy um, metal piece and you basically uh, put the head of that on your like the tip of your or the head of your nail and you tap it so it like makes the nail flush that's what i use to carve into my candles or sometimes i just use a big fucking needle like a sewing needle and carve into my candles i don't have a special tool for it but if anybody's concerned it's technically called a burn and it doesn't have to be that specific item it can be whatever the fuck you use to do that with then that becomes your burn and honestly you make your own shit you know back in the day they didn't have store that they can go to there was no metaphysical store around the block that they can go to and walk in and say oh i'm sorry i need a new burn my broke yesterday no they're gonna use whatever they had that was handy and accessible to them because that was how life was and today for a lot of people that are in the broom closet they can't go out to a store like that for fear of being caught being seen having to answer questions or just feeling all the way uncomfortable because they're so worried about coming out and that's completely fine because nobody's going to make you come out until you're ready so keep that in mind <laughs> a chalice is just a fucking cup I mean I, I've I used chalice the word because it's fancy and I like it and it sounds really cool and I sound really fancy when I use it but honestly I have a fucking coffee mug that I use as a chalice or coffee cup and it says the basic witch on it my cousin got it for me I remember where she saw it, but she bought it and was like, Oh my God, you have to have this. And I'm like, Oh my God, I have to fucking have this. It's super fucking awesome. But that just shows you just those, you know, a few things right there. Show you how much things have changed. I mean, terminology wise, just with those things, there's a lot more, but those are the most common ones that we use. And I don't want to go into a whole bunch because some people may not even, um, be aware of some of those or care because we have all gotten so used to using more modern terms that it's just like a whole bunch of craziness, honestly. And there's a lot of words I can't fucking pronounce. I'm not going to lie. Some of those words are fucking hard to pronounce. I'll go to that pronouncewords.com and it's, I still can't fucking understand them. And I'll say it and I'll listen to it four times and I'll try and say it and I'm, it's like the episode of Friends when she says, um, oh, uh, fuck uh, Phoebe's trying to teach Joey French, and she says it to him, and he repeats it back, you know, syllable by syllable, he gets it right, and then <laughs> she says it, yeah, he says something, it was just so fucked up, the way he said it, and I'm not gonna repeat it, because I'm gonna fuck it up, but it was fucking hilarious, I know a lot of people aren't Friends fans, but I, I really do dig some of their shit, so, a lot of their stuff's fun, I love The Office, but, But it really is crazy how much shit has changed and how we have changed and how we have adapted everything because we have to adapt. We have to change as society changes and as our environment changes. Things are not the same. Like I said, you know, we've talked before. Our ancestors had to deal with what they had. They had to make do with things that they had, the tools they had, where we can literally have shit delivered to our house to do these things. We don't have to go out and forage for tools and make our own fucking tools we can literally just go online and buy them and have them delivered to our house we can go walk in a store and get the supplies we need come home and do what we need and in today's world we can go out and buy this shit and most people aren't gonna have a fucking clue what we're doing because they're everyday things that we're using it's really kind of nice to see how much things have changed but also i just wonder what it would feel like to be back then and have that whole secrecy of everything and trying to you know lay low and not let people know who you are and I guess it's kind of like the same as being in the broom closet but I, I don't know I think it might be fun just to go back then for like a week if we can have I I don't know avoid like the hangings and the burnings and all that shit part of it and just like you know live in my little cabin in the woods you know, my whole vibe for just like a week just I don't know really get in touch with our roots I think that'd be super cool I think I would probably um, not want to come back honestly (laughs) because it would just be so nice wouldn't it just to be out there carefree living your life in in nature along with your little creatures and ah, things would be so wonderful but no, so terms as far as like our tools and things are not the only things that have changed let's talk about another reason why we have um, so much miscommunication and so many issues with different things terminology used back then as far as ingredients is fucking whack, it's honestly fucking crazy, so um, you know, we've all watched witch movies from back then, like Hocus Pocus and uh, the Craft and um, Practical Magic, and which is Beastwick, and there's so fucking many more. And they say when they're doing like a, a spell or a potion and they use terms for ingredients, and we're like, well, I can't find that now. How the fuck am I supposed to do anything? You know, like the, you know, like a tongue of a dog. Where the fuck marry a tongue of a dog? I'm not going to go out and kill a dog to get their tongue. That's not what they meant. So, this is where it gets a little fun trying to go through and put together what really is, what they had, or what, what what it is that they had called it. That's different. I know it sounded fucked up. So, one of the uh, most popular items on the list is uh, Eye of Newt, which refers to mustard seed. Straight up, Eye of Newt is mustard seed. Wouldn't have known it. It's crazy because uh, you were think your thing is really like the eye of something, you know, of an actual fucking newt. But herbalists would often refer or often uh reference body parts when describing parts of plants because an eye would be like a seed, and then you know, mustard seeds are like yellow, so like the eyes of some newts, so it kind of pairs in. But they did that because number one, they they had different names back then as well, so they, not all these items were called that, obviously, so they had different, um, names, or if they're really bad with names, like I am, I will literally call something as I describe it, like, off the top of my head, I can't fucking name anything, like pine nuts, they're little tree balls to me, because that's just what they remind me of, they look like little balls that come off a tree, so, um, there's really a lot of, uh, fun that they had with these kind of things and it does sound a lot more intimidating, a lot more uh, powerful when you call them by these names so we can definitely continue to call them by these names but I think it's really cool to know what they actually are so that we can um, use them and kind of make our own thing with the correct ingredients but calling it the cool names too so um, it really just depends uh, of how you you like to say it or what What term you want to use. One of my favorites that I think is super fun to say is toe frog. Like you want a fucking frog's toe to put in this potion to make it just right. But it <laughs> it, uh, it would be, you know, a warty foot would be referring to a bulbous buttercup. It's a yellow flower that kind of resembles um, most other buttercups but it's fat um, it has fat, green, a bulbous stem. And the frog connection doesn't really seem like too big of a leap or, you know, a hop. Because it's, looks like a fucking frog. But, uh, it, it's just funny. Toe frog, I think it's fucking hilarious. Another one is wool of bat. And that is known to be either ho- uh, moss or holly. There's some speculation back and forth and kind of a little bit of, um debate on what side you fall on but a lot of people find it more to be uh, moss but who knows it could be both it could be a combination of both because it, it really does resemble both tongue of dog that just sounds great doesn't it i need the tongue of a dog it refers to hound's tongue and uh it is a highly toxic plant and it has really long hairy stalks and then grew up to four feet tall and they have clumps of purplish flowers on them at the stem, so um, and the tongue of a dog just sounds like you're, you know it makes you sound really authentic and also creepy and evil as fuck but it's also kind of cool sound too, I know it's, it's back and forth, but it's just kind of funny um, Adder's Fork this is a reference in, uh to, uh dog's tooth violet which I have never seen uh I've heard of it twice before I think Uh, but it's also commonly commonly called a trout lily so it's a whole big name it's not technically a violet um it's I don't even know what you call it like the proper name or you know how like flowers all have these names and they have like a really proper name that you see in parentheses on them when you buy them at the like the flower store or whatever This is... I'm going to pronounce it all fucked up. Aethronomium Americanum. Totally butchered that motherfucker, but it's okay. Because it's it's really cool. The next is Blind Worm's Sting. Now this could be a couple of different things. It could be a poppy seed, a knotwood, or a wormwood. It kind of just depends on what you're using it for, I guess. Honestly, I think you may have to just kind of roll with it and see where it fits in, but that could be any one of those three. I, uh, I really like these. So I'm gonna start using these when I, uh, when I start doing, making up, you know, different spells and shit, and I'm using any of these. I'm using some of these fucking terms, because they're fucking awesome. I love it. Uh, Lizard's leg is thought to be called, or is thought to be Ivy, or referring to Ivory. Ivy, fuck. Um, and, It's just a general name uh, for plants that grow up walls or trees and have, you know, long green vines with many, many leaves and flowers. Because, like, a lizard, like, it's really long and just kind of goes up the tree. So, that's kind of where that came from. The next one is the Owlet's Wing. And that refers to garlic and ginger. And I think uh, it really just depends where you're going with it. If you need, like, a more stronger or more they're both really strong uh, herbs but also they have different they're strong for different reasons you guys understand that um next in a scale of dragon and it comes from uh, tarragon and it kind of resembles it's a leafy green herb and it kind of looks a little scaly uh it's also the tarragon is also often referred to as dragon so it you know kind of goes in there I'm not even gonna prena- attempt to butcher this fucking name of it because it is uh, a scientific name. That I, that's the right word, scientific name. Tooth of wolf. Uh, it's funny because I actually heard this the other day. So was talking about something, and uh, they were telling me about a show they watched, and they were um, one of the ingredients was tooth of wolf, and I kind of laughed because I was just thinking of somebody out there literally trying to like sedate a fucking wolf and pull their tooth out it was right after I had my teeth done so I was fucking dying laughing I think I was probably still high on those meds but it's fine tooth of wolf refers to wolf spain or club moss and I mean it's kind of like in the name but I think that they gave them these kind of names to make them sound really uh harder to get so people would think that they are uh, something they can't find around so other people wouldn't try to copy their things and not like oh I don't want this witch to know it I'm talking about they didn't want non-witches to copy their um, spells or ingredients things like that because then they wouldn't need them anymore and they are doing this more like a way for protection you know if they don't really know what's going on and they think they really are pulling a fucking tooth out of a wolf and using it to to heal something or to help someone then they're going to be a lot less likely to um, go out and do that themselves. So they're going to be a little more, not necessarily scared of the witch, but a lot less likely to try to take them out, if that makes sense. Next one is uh, Witch's Mummy. And now I've heard this a lot, and I'm going to be flat out with you. It is uh, entirely likely that this really does mean, like refer to... uh, parts of a actual human mummy body um (laughs) yeah so uh witches often had mummies that they they kept and used for ingredients people actually used used to ingest mummy powder um, as a medicine during like the 1600s so you know this is very very easily that that does actually mean uh mummy from a witch and they're going to uh, put that in their their body so that's fantastic root of hemlock digged in the dark is literally just hemlock uh, and it is a highly highly uh, deadly very very uh, infamously poisonous plant and it's actually the plant that killed the philosopher Socrates so that motherfucker is uh, not good Gall of goat, uh, gall of goat, however you want to pronounce that. I've heard it both ways. Pretty much refers to St. John's wort or goat weed. Um, it also, uh, sometimes, uh, honeysuckle is sometimes called goat leaf. So that could get a little messy there, but for the most part, we're pretty positive that they are referring to St. John's wort. Sips of juice silvered in the moon's eclipse and Jew is just a member of the group of evergreen trees it's typical the leaves typically have uh, leaves have needles and are like red berries and they are highly highly toxic the next one is uh, very interesting and I would really like to um, know what that was in what kind of a spell this was in Finger of birth strangled babe ditch delivered by a drab. Yeah. Finger of birth strangled babe ditch delivered by a drab. That's Fox Club. That's, that's just Fox Club. And it's because it's sometimes referred to as bloody fingers. And it's just kind of weird. Because, you know, uh, it's just a real fucked up name for... for fox club but uh, even today fox club has a lot of medical uses and it it is highly poisonous but if used correctly it can be very very helpful and beneficial in medical ways i would medicinal i would definitely suggest um having some kind of knowledge a lot of knowledge on it before you uh, fuck with this. so you don't kill yourself so you know that would be uh, not too good the tiger shadron is basically a lady mantle, um, the scientific name is acamellia molysis, I'm gonna fuck that up, so it's totally fine, but it's, uh, it's honestly a, a favorite plant for gardens, because it's really super easy to grow, and it has, like, these really cool clumps of green flowers, so, uh, it's not poisonous, though, so, that's pretty cool, and it does attract a lot of butterflies, so, um, I could honestly go on and on and I'll compile another list and put in the group, but I I just wanted to, to throw out there and, and kind of get my point out of how much we have altered things and simplified things and how we have different names for things, but it's all the same. So we may call things something different today, but we're doing the same types of things that our ancestors did back then and on the same turn we're also doing shit way fucking different so it just it's really cool to look at how far we've come but yet how much we are still so fucking similar to where we've been and you know where we're going I, I uh, I'm i really excited about the future of witchcraft because we are growing immensely in numbers like fucking crazy and we it's becoming more and more Acceptable. Not that it's it shouldn't be acceptable, but it's becoming more and more where people aren't afraid to come out of the room closet. People aren't afraid to tell other people that they're which. People aren't afraid of the backlash. In fact, we're standing stronger together more and more all the fucking time. And it's fantastic. And I could not be happier because we have been suppressed for so long. And most of us spent many, many years hiding uh, who we really are and trying to you know tame our powers and tame our sensitivity and all those things when we could have been embracing it so i've wasted a lot of years but i know a lot of you have too and i'm just really fucking happy that things are really turning around for which is in today's world so and we're going to the ad and then we're gonna come back and i have uh, actually compiled some different potions that i wanted to share with you guys for to get ready for summer so or spring whatever um, just some cool potions I came across that I thought we could all use, so, and they're more modern day, uh, for the most part, they're all, um, another, another example of how witchcraft has modernized and what we're using, you know, our, our work for, that, you know, we are doing potions for things that are not something that they ever would have done back then, so I'm really excited about that, so let me, uh, um, yeah. Let Let me get the ad out of the way, and we'll we'll dive into them. and we're back so for these i actually printed them out because uh i typed them up printed them out because my handwriting is so atrocious that i cannot um sometimes read my own writing and I didn't want to stumble through these like I do sometimes because my handwriting is so bad and sometimes I forget what I wrote down because I can't read my own fucking shit so um, the first one I'm going to do is a love oil and it can be used for so many different things it basically depends on the intent that you set while making it and creating it so um, I don't know why today I keep saying so I've said so like 17 times to keep count I'm very anxious to, to see how many times I've said so Anywho, anyway, um, this love oil is basically whatever you want it to be. It can be for self-love, to attract love, to reignite love, to uh, make someone love you, to make yourself love someone else, to whatever. I mean, free will and all that, but you know what I mean. This can be used in any way you want around love. Just depends on the intent that you set while doing it. So you'll need a sealable glass bottle or jar. It doesn't, I guess, necessarily have to be glass, you can use plastic. Um, you can get those travel containers, they're plastic, but it's I'm sure it's completely fine. It doesn't have to fucking be glass. It's your way, your spell, you do what you want. Olive oil, if you don't have olive oil, another oil will be just fine. It just needs to be some type of carrier oil. It's gonna be your main component. You'll need sage for cleansing dried rose petals to represent love and romance energy dried hibiscus for sexuality and lust energy white cloves for grounding for grounding agent and aphrodisiac uh, rosemary for love and fidelity basil attracts love and happiness peace purification marriage cinnamon stick i said it right cinnamon oh my gosh it's it's uh, the dentures that's why i can say cinnamon now fuck guys fuck it up Anyway, uh, it helps the spell to kind of manifest faster, increases male libido, it can inspire love, lust, and healing. So what we're going to do is begin by cleansing the container with sage. If you do not have sage, you can use the sage incense, or you can use another incense, that incense that you um, feel that reminds you of love and kind of brings about those feelings. So um, keep in mind... Like I always say, you can alter any part of this because it has to reflect your thoughts, your feelings, your uh, connection to it. So, feel free to uh, substitute anywhere you need to make it more about you and your way. So, you're going to, again, start by cleansing the container with the sage or the sage incense or the incense of any kind. Uh, Pick up the jar and fan it with the smoke all around it and say... With this smoke, I cleanse this object of all negative or harmful energy, so that I may use it for my highest good. So it is said, so it shall be. I'm going to say that one more time. With this smoke, I cleanse this object of all the negative or harmful energy, so that I may use it for my highest good. So it is said, so it shall be. Then you're going to take each ingredient and kind of empower it with your intent as you put it in. So, say you're doing this for self-love, you would say, as you put it in, you would say, I am loved. And you do this for each ingredient as you fill the jar and kind of change it up if you want. You don't have to just repeat the same thing, I am loved, I am loved, I am loved. Because at that point, it has no meaning anymore and you're just saying the same words over and over. So, give it a little bit of different, you know thing with it mix it up or say the whole same fucking thing the entire time i don't care it's yours you're the one doing it not me so do whatever you feel comfortable with so i just add um say this you know say something to set your intent as you're adding each ingredient into the jar and then you're going to add it with uh, add the olive oil or whatever oil carrier you choose shake the ingredients together and as you're calling upon the spirits of these sacred plants to support their magical workings use them wisely um you want to be able to be sure to respect them and then thank them for their um for their aid and for the work they're doing so say something like thank you plant spirit for your blessings or something. whatever you choose to say it's completely up to you but you're gonna let the herbs infuse for about two to three weeks in the oil and the, during the first week visit your jar daily shake it spend a few minutes meditating and just kind of feel all the feelings and just feel the love radiating around you and just just feel the feels Um and you can do this as often as you want and with the soil you can do whatever you want with it it's kind of up to you you can keep it in a jar you can put it in a spray bottle and kind of spray it around you can do it in many many ways you can anoint things with it you can anoint um, say you're trying to attract your lover you can attract anoint like something that represents your lover you can do anything with this this love oil can be used in many different spells and rituals and other things. So, it's kind of like a little potion just to kind of keep on the side, have it ready to go. And honestly, you can have different versions of it. You can have a self-love oil with an attract love oil on the side. You know, have a whole fucking apothecary of them for different intents that you have made with it. So, I said it again. <laughs> it's really up to you. It's, it's your craft. I'm just giving you some... Ideas, some tips, some pointers, some tricks, whatever. Things that uh, I think are pretty cool might help you in the future. So do whatever you want with it. Alright, so the next one is going to be a little trickier. And this is something that only if you're comfortable doing. If not, it's completely up to you. You can interchange however you want. I'm going to um, give you the list of the ingredients and tell you what they represent, what they're for. You can add or take away any parts you want. Just remember that, uh, the taste is going to be up to you at the end, how you make it. So, you won't add things that you might like or just say, fuck it, try it, and go for it. Because, honestly, our ancestor witches had no fucking clue. They just mixed shit. I mean, as far as, like, the taste, you know what I mean? Like, they they did it whether it was the most horrible taste in the world or the best taste because they knew what they were doing and they wanted to make shit happen. So, this is water of life. <laughs> Fill a bottle or something similar. It could be like a jug or a little bite. It could literally be anything with cold water. And then you're going to add dill for wisdom, anise for good dreams, chevron for friendship, caraway for against, to protect against fidelity, infidelity, my bad. <laughs> Sage is against plague, rosemary for improved memory, some roses that help against really anything and everything. Parsley for Love, Wormwood Against Seasickness, and Angelica Against Magic to protect yourself from other's magic. You're going to let that steep for a while and then take a drink. It tastes like life itself. It's going to be a little bitter and a little sweet. So, really up to you. Um, If you just want to focus on one part of it, you know, say you just want, uh, I don't know, a little bit of love. So, uh, you know, just make some parsley water. But you can honestly do that with anything um, as long as you know the attributes to that herb that you're using. And honestly, it's whatever it feels like in connection with you. You can mix all of them. You can mix one or two. Do whatever you want. It's your, your spell, your potion. I'm just giving you the layout here. The next one is healing. It's for love, water magic, feminine mysteries. It's two parts willow tree bark, one tablespoon of vanilla extract, a half a dried apple or a dash of apple juice. you don't want to use a, a dried apple and a pinch of rosemary. You're going to boil it and drink. And that is to help heal you inside and like your soul as well. So the next one that I have is for strength. And this one is kind of interesting. It's, uh, love, water magic, feminine mysterious, mysteries, kind of like the other, energy, fire magic, masculine mysteries, love resistance, for all those things, and it's going to be one and a half parts of white oak bark half part mint, half part orange peel and a pinch of nutmeg or cinnamon, boil and drink next one to make an enemy move, cayenne pepper, white pepper one pinch of sulfur, one pinch of dill, mix it and burn it, and concentrate on, concentrate on the goal while it burns. The smell alone should make your neighbors move, whoever, your enemy or neighbor, whoever. <laughs> this is a really big one um, I've been asked about a long time, or a lot of times, I've never tried it. It's pretty intense, but we're going to, um, I'm going to give it to you here, because it, it's quite a long one, but it, it's definitely helpful. It is a potion to ease a broken heart. This can be like broken from love, broken from grief, sadness, all kinds of things. Your own broken heart from your own self that you broke yourself. Because we've all we've all done that. Uh, well, some of us have done that. I've done that. Anyway. You'll need the following ingredients. And charge them all before you begin. Kind of cleanse them. Strawberry tea. You'll need one bag of that small wand or a stick is fine. Sea salt, two pink candles, a mirror, one pink drawstring bag, one quartz crystal, one copper penny, uh, a bowl made of china or crystal that is kind of special to you, which if you don't have one, that's totally fine. Just any kind of glass bowl or, or china bowl is fine. Uh, a teaspoon of dried jasmine, a teaspoon of orris root powder, a table or I'm sorry, a teaspoon of strawberry leaves, a teaspoon of yarrow, 10 or more drops of apple blossom oil or peach oil, 10 plus drops of strawberry oil. And on a Friday morning or evening, the day sacred to Venus, take a bath and seesaw in the light and light in the light of a pink candle. As you dry off and dress, sip the strawberry tea. Use a dab of strawberry, strawberry oil as perfume or cologne. Apply makeup or groom yourself to look your best. Whatever whatever does you do to make yourself feel the best. You know, if you're not a makeup person, you don't do it. That's completely up to you. It's your spell. Cast a circle with the willow wand around a table, around a table of the other ingredients. Light the second pink candle. Mix all the oils and herbs in the bowl. While you stir, look at yourself in the mirror and say out loud, O great mother goddess, enclose me in your loving arms and nature, and bring forth the goddess within me. I'm going to say it one more time. O great mother goddess, enclose me in your loving arms and nurture, and bring forth the goddess within me. And gaze deeply into the mirror after you finish mixing the ingredients and say out loud, I represent the great goddess, mother of all things. I shine in the light of the golden wings of Isis. All that is great and loving only belongs to me. I'm going to say it one more time. I represent the great goddess, mother of all things. I shine in the light of the golden wings of Isis. All that is great and loving only belongs to me. Then put half the mixture in the pink bag and add the penny and crystal. Carry it with you always or until you find another love or heal your broken heart in whatever way it's broken. Leave the other half of the potion in the bowl. Out in a room where you will oh, my page, sorry. Will smell the fragrance. Repeat this ritual ritual every Friday if necessary. Um, you you know, if you need to replace the goddess's name with one that you are more in tune with, more that you feel someone that you feel more um, connected to, or a different goddess that just kinda you feel drawn to. It's completely up to you to your spell. You can change anything about it. That makes you feel more connected. The next one is spiritual strength. You will need one quartz crystal. A half a teaspoon of nutmeg powder. A half a teaspoon of frankincense incense. A half a teaspoon of oars root powder. A dash of salt pepper. Salt. Bitter. buck, One teaspoon of sandalwood incense. One teaspoon of birch bark. Use a red cloth bag, fill it with all the ingredients, tie it up, and keep it in your pocket or in your handbag. Pour some out and burn it when you feel the need to. You can also burn a white candle and warn it with oils when the powder is being burnt. So, this is kind of something to help you kind of strengthen your spiritual ties and kind of help you reconnect in the spiritual world that you are. And if you ever feel like you're kind of getting in that rut feeling that we we get from time to time, this kind of helps bring you, bring back. So, this is another one I get a lot uh, to stop someone who's being unfaithful. So, by burning this in the evening, your partner will lose all sexual interest in others. Um, example, when he or she wanders out at night to meet another partner, they will lose interest when they uh, go to bed. So, this will kind of bring them back to you we're gonna need a half cup of sandalwood powder, a half cup of lavender, two cups of cinnamon powder, I said it again, a fourth cup of lilac, crushed preferably, a teaspoon of tobacco, one cup of powder seeds, crushed, power seeds, fuck, crushed. Half a cup of orris root powder, two teaspoons of allspice, a fourth cup of verivane, half teaspoon of salt butter. mix it in a wooden bowl and cover it with a piece of cloth <clears throat> excuse me a piece of cloth when not used the special lublin has to be mixed really well or the result will be bad so you're going to kind of have it out and and uh sprinkle it where needed and just kind of having it out and letting that mixture into the air just kind of set something off in there that makes them want to turn back to you and away from the other so it will help dreams of the future so this one I have actually heard wonderful things about half cup of sandalwood incense two teaspoons of a half a cup of orris root crushed three tablespoons of frankincense powder a half a cup of moss two teaspoons oregano so you're going to mix well in a bowl Put on a tight lid and place it in a dark corner until it's to be used. Take one teaspoon and burn before bedtime. Take some of the mixture and put it in a small cloth bag. Sew it shut and put it under your pillow. This will help you have better dreams and kind of see things in the future. It's kind of like a psychic dream booster in a way. It kind of boosts your, you know, connection in the dream world. And I've got just a couple more. Love apple cocktail. This cocktail is meant to arouse desire. Stir together in a saucepan, two cups of tomato juice, one bay leaf, one teaspoon of basil, and a dash of each dill and Worcestershire sauce. I know I fucked that up, but that's how I say it, and I cannot say it the other way. So, I really hope you know what I mean when I say Worcestershire sauce. Simmer the mixture for three minutes, then chill it in the refrigerator. Strain the beverage before serving, does powerful enough to bring on proposals of marriage. If you're not interested in marriage, maybe substitute with celery salt. But uh you know, this is this can be something very attractive, and I I, uh, I think it can work very well. Hinky pinky. This is a new one. This is a hinky pinky potion <laughs> for a passionate flirt. Combine half. Half pound of ground beef. Half pound of pork sausage. This isn't a potion. It's a fucking recipe. Half pound of ground beef. Half pound of pork sausage. Half pound of cheddar cheese. Oh, fuck. Shredded cheddar cheese with that. Half teaspoon of garlic powder. Throw it on a bowl. Then spread it This on a small thin slices of rye or pumpernickel bread. Cut the open face sandwiches under a broiler until the meat cook, not cut, fuck, I can't even speak, I typed it, and I still typed it wrong, Cook the oven-based sandwiches under a broiler until the meat is well brown, the oregano and garlic charge it with passion, you know what, I'm gonna fucking make this, because it sounds good, and I love food, and I can actually start eating things now, I was on a, um, a soft food diet since we got our teeth pulled, we just literally started eating hard food, or normal food the other day, so I ate like nothing but yogurt for almost a week, and it was absolutely horrible, it was really good, but I was starving, and I'm used to eating a lot of protein, like fish. Like, I eat a lot of fish at lunchtime, like tuna, to get a protein boost, and I try to eat a lot of protein, because I need that energy. So, now that we're able to eat foods, I'm actually able to eat foods I haven't eaten in a year, so that's fucking awesome, but that actually sounds fucking good. Like, I'm totally down for, like, some ground beef mixed with sausage, and some cheese, and some garlic. Fuck yeah, we're... Down and the oregano, fuck yeah, I'm good. Sounds great, let's do it. So those are just a few. Um, I, let me look. I think I have. Let me see what kind of time we're sitting at. All right, you know, fuck it. This episode's already kind of long anyway. So what is it? Just a few more minutes. So, um, some magic oil blends. I know that I. So I'm trying to remember. Somebody asked me for some of these not long ago, and I gave them some, but I couldn't remember if I did it in an episode or if it was something that I just uh, did a voice recording and sent to them. So uh, if you've already listened to these, you can skip ahead and then I'll uh, sign off at the end, but I just wanna give you guys a couple of few. So this is a supportive healing oil. It's four drops of rosemary, two drops of juniper, and one drop of sandalwood. Super simple, super easy. Uh, Wealth, uh, excuse me, Wealth Attraction Oil. is three drops bergamot, one drop basil, one drop patchouli, and one drop sandalwood. Piece of mind oil. Three drops Lang Lang. Three drops lavender. Two drops chamomile. And one drop bergamot. And then... Doo-doo-doo. Yeah, those are the three I wanted to add in there. Uh, when you're doing those, just basically uh, mix them together. Uh, if you, you're going to use this like... Um, for different things you can use a carrier oil like olive oil um it kind of helps it you know go further and if you're going to do that I would definitely uh, add it like double it up or something so it's still a little more powerful but don't forget to charge it and set your intentions with them very well because if you if you just mix shit, it has no purpose. You really have to have intentions with it and kind of set your way through things. So, um, I thought I had a few more I wanted to add in. But we may have to do another episode. Yeah, I've got way too many uh, more I want to add in. So, we're we're already setting it a little bit here. So, I know today's episode was a little odd, a little off, which they have been lately because I've just been so rushing a lot of my mind. I am working on getting an episode ahead um, here real soon. That is on my list and goal. I would like some suggestions on some things you guys want me to cover or kind of go in more depth about. I know that we are the basic witch, but we are starting to get into a little more. um, I want to start getting into a little more advanced things. I think if If people start at the beginning and kind of go through, by the time that they get to these episodes, they are feeling a little more advanced and are going to feel a little more comfortable. So, um, as long as somebody doesn't just jump in their first episode as, you know, us doing some, like, super advanced shit or something, I think we'll be okay. But, um, I do this for you guys. I do this to be, for you guys, the person I needed when I was younger. The person I needed to help guide me. The person I needed to help me grow into who I am today and I didn't have that so um, I want to make sure I'm that person for anybody who needs it so your guys' opinion is obviously like the most important to me and I really want to know um what more you guys want me to cover I've got a lot of um big plans for the future now I had put off doing uh the video podcast for so long because I wanted to get my teeth done and now that they are done I'm super fucking excited to actually start doing those and get my YouTube channel back up so uh, I got a lot of a lot of big plans for the future coming and I want to share every bit of that with you guys I want to do it with you guys I could not do this without you guys I do this because of the comments that I get from you guys and the way you guys make me feel um, It just it's a really good feeling to know that I'm helping people and being someone uh, that I needed, and, you know, when I was younger, so it, it really does make a huge difference, and, um, getting the comments that I get, uh, Francine, you, your comment literally brought tears to my eyes just a few minutes ago, um, that's why I do this, and it makes me so happy that, uh, I, I can be there for you guys, and, um, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be sappy, but it really doesn't mean so much to, uh, to know that you guys care, and it really makes me super happy, so, uh, Francine, I really hope I'm pronouncing your name right, uh, I really appreciate that comment, it just really fucking hit my heart, so, thank you guys so much, just do me a huge favor, as you go about your day, after listening to this, go out into the world with the most fucking fullest confidence you've ever had in your life listen to your gut when you get that little feeling in your gut it's telling you whatever it's telling you you know what it's telling you listen to it you know right now there's something that's been on your mind there's something that you've been weighing out and you've been going back and forth with decisions make the choice you already made the choice in your head you already know what the right answer is so just follow it and go along and do it what your heart t- and your gut's telling you to do. Go through with as much confidence as anybody has ever had, because you guys are all fucking awesome. You're amazing, and I love all of you guys. And I'm so happy to to be here with you guys. So I know I just keep rambling, saying the same thing, but you guys, I just it really is such a huge deal to have you guys, um, the support and the love by such badass people. I uh I creep some of your profile sometimes. It's not like um being like super nosy, but just I see your picture like when you comment on something and then I'll click on it and you guys are all just so beautiful and you're all beautiful people and I just love looking at everybody and try to connect through your pictures. I know it sounds stupid but I, I try to it's almost like I'm trying to send you a signal. Like i look at your picture and I'm I'm kinda like, you know and then use some signals and, and signs and thoughts and I know it doesn't make much sense. It probably sounds stupid, but I promise you, um, some of you have felt it, I'm sure, but I know for a fact some of you guys have felt it, so, yeah, I'm gonna quit rambling and, uh, go get my shit ready for tomorrow. Um, I, uh, I'm not deciding what next week's about and then I'll decide when get an episode ahead and... I got a lot of big ideas. So let me know. Um, We'll start a poll in the group of... um, Or post anyway. and Everybody can kind of comment different ideas. Things they want me to cover. Go over. Revisit. Anything like that. I really want to do a more in-depth episode on several different topics. Uh, A lot to do more with... um, Some more with crystals. Palm reading. Runes. uh, All kinds of things. I might actually see if I can't get with Zach... And uh, set up for us to do like a um, a joint episode where he comes on and kind of share some of his expertise with us and everything. And um, I really, really, really want to do like a live thing where we can do like live question and answer kind of thing. So I'm tr- still trying to figure out how to work that out. Um, we may just have to do it on Facebook if we can't do it through the podcast system. So, all right. I'm out. I love you guys. Have an amazing day night, weekend, whatever time it is that you're listening to this, remember to be fucking confident as fuck, trust your gut and you are a fucking awesome baddie. Bless me. Love you, bye.